This episode is brought to you by Auth0. That's Auth0.com. In this episode, we have the founder, host, and producer of User Defenders, Jason Ogle. We discuss podcasting and how to cultivate a creative lifestyle. I'm Frederick Philip Von Weiss, and thank you so much for consuming the Thunder Nerds, a conversation with the people behind the technology that love what they do and do tech good. Welcome to the show, everybody. First off, let's uh, thank our sponsor. We have an exclusive sponsor this year. We have Off Zero. Off Zero makes it easy for developers to build a custom, secure and standard-based unified login by providing authentication and authorization as a service. So please try them out today. Go to offzero.com. Sarah? Oh, and I'm here to tell you to subscribe. So if you're watching on YouTube, there should be a big subscribe button somewhere that I can never remember, left, right, I don't know, but it's big and it says subscribe, so do that. Um, And then you will be able to uh, be the first to know what's going on with us in our awesome show. Yeah, and that way you can also start asking us some questions and we could feed these to Jason and we'll have a live dialogue. That'd be great. So please go ahead and start asking your questions, everybody. So with that being said, and without any further ado, let's go ahead and get to our guest. We have Senior Interactive Designer, UX Design Lead, ex-hand model, William Shatner Enthusiast, and uh, Founder host and producer of User Defenders, Jason Ogle. Welcome to the show, Jason. What is up, everybody? <laughs> Man, it's too early for that. Too early for that, Jason. <laughs> I, I told you, Sarah, he's an early bird. Oh, my I God. I, I still look like I just got out of bed, which I literally did. So, you know. <laughs> Jason, you probably got out of bed at like 5.50, started brewing your own coffee. Is that that correct? Uh, Monday through Friday, 5 o'clock, yes. Today, I got a little extra sleep. I woke up at like 7.30. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's insane. And then I did brew my own coffee, yes. (laughs) Well, you're also a very busy man. You have six children, correct? I do. Yeah. A lot of children. Yeah, soccer team. Uh Uh-huh. Is that how many are on the soccer field? I, I usually oh, just say I, my soccer team. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a. I, I don't know a sports ball. Yeah. I, I yeah, me neither. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot. I know that. <laughs> it's a lot. Maybe, maybe like that. I mean, I watched my son play soccer, but yeah, I, I didn't count. Uh, yeah. How How old your youngest? She's four. Oh wow. She is four years old. Yeah, the youngest one. And this yeah, is probably four, the longest lull. Oh yeah, they do. They they. She actually is a pretty good sleeper, thankfully. Um, but I, it's she. So wait, my four-year-old. I had something I was going to share about her, but I can't remember now. So, Frederick, it's your fault. He does it all the time. It's, like, it's your fault, man. Just talk over him. That's what I do. I'm, I'm going to blame the Rona. 
<laughs> yeah, as you should. <laughs> yeah, they always wake up like like at least my little guy. He would wake up at like five five thirty on a good day when he was. Four. Oh wow! Now my my four year old she. Uh, Hope this umbrella doesn't blow away like uh, uh, Mary Poppins or something. Uh, she she sleeps really good actually. I'm very grateful for that. I was gonna say that, that I was gonna say to this. Uh, this is the longest lull we've had between babies, and we're done now. Unless there's a divine intervention, we're done. Yeah, I only have two, and my old my oldest is in college, and my youngest is going into high school. So I don't even like people talk oh, wow. about kids. Yeah, people talk about kids, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't remember if they slept through the night. I'm in that lovely stage of parenthood where they were amazing and they were wonderful and they were easy. Like I don't I don't really remember all the tough stuff. It's all it's beautiful now. <laughs> Self preservation. I guess we tend to forget the painful parts of raising kids. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think so. I remember. Yeah, I remember sleepless nights, but um, I don't remember tantrums, and you know, maybe I just want to remember myself as being the perfect mother, which you know. Good. I'll do that. Pat on the back. That's good. It's not, it's, it's a hard job. I tell my wife, I say, your job is like a hundred times harder than mine. It's so hard. I have so much respect for moms. Absolutely. The ones that, you know, are, that love their kids are good to their kids like you. And, you know, unfortunately we live in a really painful world where sometimes moms don't do that. And it's no, lots of great dads too, though. Shout out to Frederick. I know he's pretty awesome dad. So. Oh, thanks. Absolutely. That. Look at that. For once, I'm not making fun of them. It's what day is this? We're gonna mark this on the calendar. <laughs> I think it's just because you're uh, you're a little sleepy. We'll give it to the end of the episode. I'm sure you'll say something. Witty. I'm still waking up too. Don't feel that's alone. true. Now I know I nothing about you, Jason, um, which is unbelievable because we we're in the same industry, uh, do similar things. Um, yes. Uh, holy moly! So I want to know more about you. Talk talk to me. Well, where should I begin? <laughs> uh, I, so I am a designer. Uh, we'll start there. I you know that this is a show that appeals to designers and developers. And uh, so, and I, I am a big believer that those two disciplines are very important to collaborate in a collaborative spirit. Uh, and I've, I've noticed that I've noticed what happens when the designers and developers don't collaborate well. Uh, and I've noticed what happens when they do. So uh, I'm a designer. I've enjoyed doing that uh, since really I started in 95 on my own. I kind of really started doing freelance in 96. I didn't really know what that was yet, but building websites and the, the, the infancy of the web. I feel really blessed that I can say that I've seen the entire growth and trajectory and evolution of the web. I, I know that not a lot of us can say that. So I feel really thankful that I've been able to see just what it was and how limiting, how, how limited it was, but yet how scrappy so many really smart uh, and generous designers were to make this what it is today. Yeah. Um, that's a big part of, of my life. You know, uh, especially as men, we tend to find our identity in our careers. And so uh, that's definitely uh, where I start. But I'm a family man, as you mentioned. I, I love being a dad. I love being a husband. Uh, my wife and I celebrated 20 years in September. And uh, I'm just really grateful that she hasn't left me. <laughs> 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 you know, I mean, that's the truth. Uh, and, uh, and so, no, she's awesome. She's, a, she's my hero. She's my superhero. And, uh, so that's really, in a nutshell, that's me. I'm a, I, I'm a worship leader at church, too. I do that. That's uh, one of those little known facts, maybe, that maybe I'm jumping ahead of uh, <laughs> the format, but We'll circle back that. around. 
We'll, we'll dig deep. Yeah. All areas. right. All right. This is or, an organic conversation. There's, yeah. there's no right this or that we're sticking to. So yeah, we're right on, right on. Yeah. So that's, let's see, what else do I do? I, yeah, those are, that's in a nutshell. That's in a nutshell. Uh, what I do, I'm a musician too. And I, I, I need to pick up my guitar more, but uh, yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell. Is there anything else like you'd like any other questions more specifically perhaps around we will. who I am? Okay. Frederick, you're, you're great. He's great at the questions. <laughs> Another compliment. Wow. He must I know, be tired. I'm wow. better at the jabs. I'm, I'm just here to like every once in a while be like, here I am a jerk. And then I just kind of like, you know, <laughs> the background. yeah, but it's all in good intent. I think. Most of the time. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> so Jason, yes, you uh, founder, producer, host of User Defenders. You've been doing this for almost about five years, right? Yeah, I think we have the same birthday. Like we literally both started in November of 2015. Yeah. Am I correct? That's, that's, you're correct. Yes. Wow. Yeah. That's so amazing. You know, the, the thing about having this kind of publisher content creator lifestyle is people don't really know what goes into it because it, it really is a, is, is a lifestyle. And I want to get into this a little bit because you, you had an episode, kind of an episode that you put on the show, uh, I think in um, what was it June or just a few days ago, really? Where you were yeah, talking about what's coming just up a week or two. Oh yeah. Like yeah. June 20th. I'm looking at my notes here and you haven't put out a show since October, but I, I want to go into this a little bit is that, and, and I'll, I'll do a comparison really quick. So on our last episode, we had a, a developer advocate, James Q. Quick, and he's also a content creator. He creates videos online uh, and courses. And kind of his regiment is he wakes up when uh, his family wakes up at like five, his wife goes to work and he's creates some videos in the morning and then goes about his work day. Now, not everybody has that ability to, uh, you know, one, be in their late twenties um, and have that energy <laughs> um, to have a, a family that needs you. Uh, I don't know how many people out there realize what it takes to have um, what, how demanding a family is on a schedule. And it's not a demanding in a negative way. It's a demanding on an amazing experience uh, realm because, you know, when when I'm home with my son, it's about him and, you know, we're playing and we're doing this, we're playing cars, you know, I, I got my, my Bakugan out and we're spinning our Bakugan balls, getting Bakugan gear. And, you know, I think this one is Pegatrix and his uh, power level is 500 Gs, but I'm digressing. But the, the point is, is that it, it takes a lot of effort to put these shows together. You know, there's, we, we go into things like researching our guests, uh, just setting stuff up, you know, you're lighting your microphone, um, getting this, uh, working on the actual audio editing, video editing, getting notes together, um, getting, uh, getting images, doing a marketing it. It's, it's a lot of work. Um, do you mind kind of talking about your publishing lifestyle a little bit? Yeah. And Frederick, you're absolutely right. Uh, every single point you made is is spot on, and you you would know. Uh, it's it is a lot of work to do. Even one episode is a lot of work, and I don't think 
the the listening audience in at large understands all that goes on behind the scenes you just explained a good part of it uh and then shows are unique right like some shows do things differently than others uh i happen to because of the superhero theme i happen to have whether or not uh whether or not i I just I can sustain this. I have been so far, thankfully. But I have an artist that does artist renderings of my of most of my guests. Sometimes I can't swing it uh, because of time and stuff. But and also money because it costs me money every time. But I do have uh, I do have renderings done of my guests in a superhero way, and I have to think about uh, based on my interview what what would this superhero be based on this personality based on kind of what you know what they do even their hobbies maybe and so i i have to think around that there's like a creative brief for every just for every art piece for every guest you know and and so uh and that's just one part of it and then of course the transcripts uh that's something that i um i wish i could have done from the very beginning but again like it costs money to do this stuff and you don't have money when you're just starting a show. I think we might have lost him, Frederick. Yeah, Jason, I think you broke up there uh, and I think you might have frozen. So we're having technical difficulties, everyone. So just, just hold on with us for a moment. Jason, if you, uh, if you can't um, regain your internet connection there, maybe uh, log out and then log back into the Zoom meeting. But to go back into what Jason was saying, I'll reiterate while, uh, while we uh, wait for him to get back in here, is that, yeah, he, just like anyone that's putting a show together, and if, <laughs> if you might start to put a podcast together, you'll start to see the, a lot of the work that goes into this and a lot of the time it requires. So for, for Jason, he was talking about, he has an image of a superhero that goes along with each one of the guest as they're the superhero guest of the show. So obviously user defenders, it's a superhero kind of theme. So not only that, so you have to have a, a person that he externally uh, hires and waits on them to create the artwork. So there's the time there. And then there's also the cost of that artwork. So what he was discussing with a sponsor at the beginning, you don't have sponsors and it's, it's pretty difficult to find a sponsor when you're just starting a show and trying to explain the value. Like, Oh, what's your audience? How many people do you have? Uh, I'm just beginning this. What's Five. that? Five yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's us and uh, some other person. I don't know, but yeah, but so there's a lot that goes into that. And then of course you want to do things right. You want to have uh, transcriptions of of, uh, of the shows. You want to make sure that it's uh, that that you're uh, complying to usability standards and providing a show for everyone because the internet is for everyone. And if you're not doing that, you're leaving people out, and you know it, it's kind of just wrong. But it's it's difficult to find the money to do that. We we try to do that as much as we can, but same for our show. It's it's hard to find. Um, uh, someone to do it for the amount of money that we have. We only have a certain amount of money that we get for sponsorship. And I, I, I certainly don't have the time to go through that all the time. I could grab the um, trans transcriptions from uh, YouTube, but a lot of times that's all junkety robot stuff that doesn't make any sense. So it, it's, it's really difficult to, um, to really address a lot of those challenges. What do you think, Sarah? I just, 
I mean, I'm sitting here hearing you. Man, today is like the, the love for Frederick Day. I don't know why. Maybe I just, maybe I should do mornings more often. But, you know, you do all of that. I do, I just want everyone to know right here and now, I do none of that. Like, when I show up, <laughs> depending on my schedule, um, the, the research is already done. Um, he's already done hours and hours of, of laying out what, you know, things that we can talk about to make sure that we keep it interesting and keep things, you know, going and, and that the guest has a really um, good time while they're here. And I think that's an, another thing. There's a lot of hospitality involved, right? I want to make sure that our guests enjoy the experience and that, you know, they have fun while they're here and, and then, you know, putting everything together afterwards. I do none of that. I show up, I bungle the intro, laugh at myself, chatter a little bit and then I'm gone. Like that is all I do for this show. <laughs> so I, I can't imagine doing everything that you do. It's, it's unbelievable. It, it's so okay. much Okay, I'm back. You're back. You're back. <laughs> hey Jason, yeah, Sorry hey, internet's that. internet. It's, uh, uh, right now, we, it, everybody's internet is unpredictable. But yeah, we were just reviewing what you were talking yeah. about with how, it, how difficult it is to get sponsors, uh, how difficult it is to be able to uh, afford to the transcriptions and have the time and what it takes to get get your artwork done and all that it's uh it's 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 challenging to say the least yeah yeah absolutely um sorry i have i have one kid and i it's hard for me to find the time i i would love to know about your publishing schedule how you find the time because especially from what I understand now is you're not outsourcing a lot of these things anymore. You're doing all this stuff yourself. You're, you're actually going in and editing these audio files too. Yeah. Yeah. I started doing that. And one of the reasons I started was I found that I was spending, so, I was spending so much time trying to tell my editor where to do things that I'm like, why don't I just do this myself? You're sounding a little bit like a, sorry to interject, Jason, but you're sounding like you got the robot thing going on again. Maybe you need to uh, get closer to wherever your Wi-Fi uh, signal is. I want to call this the uh, Frederick IT support episode. <laughs> I would be like, maybe you need to log out, log back in. <laughs> yeah. Are you still there, Jason? Yeah, he's not there. Oh, so, yeah. such a bummer. Oh, Jason's having, it might just be that he's too far away from his Wi-Fi. So for our audio listeners, Jason's really far away from his, uh, Jason's outside. So maybe he just needs to go back inside closer to his Wi-Fi. Uh, but yeah, we're, we're having a little bit of technical issues, but we'll get him back in a minute. Let's see. Can we hear you yet, Jason? No, we can't hear him. He'll jump back in in a minute. Yeah. But yeah, for um, anybody that hasn't heard the, the user defender, so I'm, I'm guessing, um, Sarah, that you haven't listened to the show yet? No, and I'll be, I'll be honest, like I'm probably the worst um, user experience designer person in the world because it's like I've just, I, I work all day and, and I have people that I talk to about that, kind of, but at night, like I'm, I'm done. I'm in my cafe, I'm doing other things, I completely shut off. So I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. I don't, I don't read a lot of books unless it has to do with something I specifically am working on. Um, then I'll reach out to those kinds of things that, or I'll go to conferences. But for the most part, um, I really don't listen to a lot of podcasts or read a lot of blogs or anything about what I do on a daily basis, which I guess That's is weird. I don't think that's weird. I think that's probably more than normal than than weird. Honestly, I think a lot of us struggle with trying to um, have a balance 
of, you know, I'm going to do this during the day for work. And then at night I, I need to decompress or I need to literally live my life and yeah. be with my family, be with my loved ones. Um, I think what you just said is more the norm. I think a lot of times we feel like a pressure to do things uh, like that, like to make sure that we're, you know, I, I see so many people that are doing this, that, and the other thing online. And yeah. I see so many of my peers working through lunch and sending emails at 1230. And it's like, to me, that's, that's just not cool. Don't send me an email at 1230. Don't send me an invite to a meeting for noon. You know, leave my lunch hour alone. That's, that's, that's my time. And it's yeah. especially where we're at now in the world, we need to be respectful of each other's time yeah. and realize that we, we all have um, a certain amount of ability to um, focus on our, our day-to-day work and balance our lives and family with everything that's going on and be able to just uh, have some kind of sense of normalcy. But I think a lot of times we, we just kind of pick up our, our, um, our respected uh, focus of career through I don't want to say osmosis, but in a, in a flavor osmosis, I guess, because we, we have our team, we have people that we talk to through the day, we're looking up things as far as like, oh, you know, let me, um, you know, let me look at this pattern and see how this, yeah. how, so, how somebody else did this. Let me look at this code. Oh, great. I could take this and I could, I could use the CSS grid this way. So it's not like you're not doing that during the day. You're doing that as you're working. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Definitely. And I think also I'm in a different place in my career, right? I've been doing this for a really long time. And it's not that I don't need to read these things. It's, it's not that, but I don't feel that pressure that I felt when I was in my twenties and thirties to, cause yes, people, I'm in my forties now. So I, I, I don't feel that pressure to, you know, know everything. And, and, and that, you know, during the two, the early two thousands, that kind of like, I don't know what they called it, hustle porn, where everybody was like, yeah, I'm working all the time. I barely sleep, you know, and all this stuff. And like, no, dude, I'm not, I'm not down for that. I, I work, I do my thing, and then I do my other stuff because I have a life. Um, so, yeah. I saw he popped in, and then he popped back out. Yeah, he also said, he just texted me that his computer is wigging out. I know that he had an issue with his computer because I know uh, he, Jason was under contract with a, a company uh, currently uh, the last few months. And then they also had to do uh, layoffs because of COVID, which is a, a real big issue uh, with, with a lot of people. So he had to give up his, his big MacBook Pro and he's on his MacBook Air. Um, so you know, that, that's a struggle too. I mean, what, what do we do with, with a lot of these um, situations? Like there's a lot of companies laying off a lot of people and, you know, we, we might feel really secure in our jobs, but sometimes it's, you, you know, you don't know. Um, uh, what, what, what do you think, Sarah? What, what can people do to be better prepared? Is it like, should we start like getting all our resumes ready just in case like a, oh fuck moment? I think I think that that that's that's a, a natural reaction, but I think that we're like we were discussing before we started taping. Like you know, I was talking about my insomnia and my anxiety, and now I have this thing where um, I lock the door at the ca- at the cafe at night because I take the night shift, right? And I I get in my truck and I get halfway home and I'm like, did I lock the door? I don't know if I locked the door. And then 
at home. Did I turn the faucet off? I don't know if I turned the faucet off. I've never had this before in my life. And I know that it's just this kind of anxiety, this internal anxiety that's, you know, playing out in these weird obsessive compulsive ways. But I think that we need to really take care of ourselves right now. Um, there is probably very little you can do um, to prepare yourself for losing a job beyond having a resume ready, um, maybe preemptively reaching out to some different people and just seeing where they are in their life and their career and making sure that, you know, you're not just reaching out when you need something. Um, I, it can be hard. Like I know often, I have tons of people that I, I, I consider friends who like six months goes by and I'll talk to them, you know, and, and something really great happens in their life. I talk to them or something really terrible happens and I talk to them, but the in, day to day, I think about them and I don't really connect. Maybe try to do a better job of keeping those connections going. Um, because really, I think a, a lot of us, you know, just need to like take a moment <laughs> and worrying about losing your job and what's going to happen. Um, it's just extra stress on top of stress. So uh, probably not the greatest answer, but I think, I think it's really important to, to like not overdo this kind of um, doomsday planning. Um, if you lose your job, unfortunately, you're going to have plenty of time. Uh, to put together your resume and your portfolio. And you'll also need to take time to grieve and, and go through that process. You know, I've lost jobs before and it's, it's, it's like a death. It's awful. Um, but yeah, I'm rambling. Sorry. Just thinking about all the bullshit going on in the world. It's making me sad. No, you're, you're no not rambling. <laughs> no, it, it's an honest conversation. I mean, I think that's great advice because I know a lot of people um, in my uh, group that I talk with that are panicking and they're getting their stuff ready just in case. So, you know, they have, I, I have three, three buddies that they have large families and they're like, you know, if this goes down, what the shit yeah. and they work at startups and like, I'm, you know, I thank God yeah. I don't work at, I would never work at a startup again personally, but. Hey, they, I love they, startups. Don't, don't mess with my startups. I, 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 I I love startups too. Don't get me wrong, but I, yeah. it's not my cup of tea. Uh, well, it's, it, and I'm in a different place, right. In my life uh, yeah. where it, you know, I, I don't know that I would be doing startups if my kids were younger. Um, and I wasn't doing startups when my kids were younger, right. That's something that as I've gotten older and I have, you know, I, I, I can take more risk than I do that. Um, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you, but. No, no, you didn't interrupt me. That's a fair statement. I think I would, I might feel differently if I didn't have a five-year-old. Yeah. 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 I mean, my kid's 18, like tough, tough luck, dude. Like go, you know, go get an extra shift at Walmart. So <laughs> exactly. You, you know, the army's taking people. <laughs> exactly. Yep. Yep. <laughs> you could use a haircut and it's free there. Yeah. And my youngest is 14. So he legally can work in Florida. So we're good to go. Oh, yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. I worked at Publix when I was 14. So really? Oh my oh, yeah. goodness. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. mean, I worked, I, I worked early too, but I didn't realize that in Massachusetts when I was growing up, you had to be 15 and a half. Why 15 and a half? I don't know. Um, but you couldn't get a job till, till that age. Um, and so when I heard 14, I was like, wow, that seems young. Um, I think it's a little too young to be honest. I don't think anybody should be working at 14. I don't think one year mature enough to you probably just, yeah. it just, it just kind of sounds wrong. It's like the laws in Florida, you know, what they say is like the sunshine yeah. tax, you, you know, the, the, the careers aren't as lucrative. Um, there's a lot of things that you, you end up paying for, uh, like child labor, <laughs> apparently yes. at 14. Yes. Yeah. 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 I don't know that I would trust Max to do anything. 
Yeah, at 14, I was working at Publix uh, bagging and also being a cashier. So I was in charge of money too. So. Oh my God. No, no. It, my, my youngest son is one of those, like, I can't give him more than three steps because he just gets lost. <laughs> He's like, what did you say? I can't remember. But um, <laughs> poor kid, I'll call him out in front of everybody. <laughs> but so I, mean, I think, I'm no sorry, fine. go ahead. No, no, no. you please. No. <laughs> I'm not sure if we're getting Jason back, so we might talk so. about. Yeah, let's see. Tell okay. him not to worry about it. I hate to stress him out. I mean, we, it'd be so hard to jump back in. We'll just schedule him another time. Yeah, I think so. Well, I think what we'll do is we'll just call this one. And uh, if you're watching live, thanks so much. But we'll we'll probably end up pulling this, <laughs> redo this for another time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't and I'll, I'll actually watch some of his podcasts before then. I'll oh, do some yeah. research like you do. Hey, so. hey there you go. <laughs> if you can, there's, there's no pressure. It, it, I think there's a lot of value in just having uh, people not know about him as well. You know, like having you have no clue, jump in and then see all this and then have an authentic reaction and questions that somebody else in the audience might also might not know about him yeah. and come in because you know there's a lot of people that are uh new to the industry every single day yeah. i remember mm -hmm. i heard uh, uh chris corey talking about how he'd go on podcasts and everybody would ask him the same thing like you know where'd you get your start what do you do blah 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 and he got tired yeah. of talking about it which i get but you know still i i, I stick to this is that there's new people every day okay. to this industry and there's always second career devs there it's not just you know young yeah. people starting out there's people in their 30s 40s 50s 60s jumping into this yeah yeah speaking of i'm super excited so i just hired my first visual designer for my team at honeycomb um mm. and she's going to start on the 22nd um and She's, she's been in the, the industry for a little while, but I also have a UX designer starting who um, is a career switcher. Um, and she's actually based here in Florida. So I'm super excited to bring her in and, and kind of, um, you know, see her experience this industry and this, you know, grow in this field. So I'm like, so I'm on PTO next week. So I have a whole week to like, just chill out. Uh, oh, nice build a cat house that's what i'm going to do and then uh and then i uh, go back to work and have a team i left as one and now i'm a team awesome i love it yeah cool well we're just gonna kill it yeah i think we're gonna kill it and uh we'll we'll chalk this up to uh technical difficulties and we'll we'll try this one again so uh let me just say for the audience out there because we did have some questions uh todd libby was asking some things about um uh, intermu intermission music, uh, the daunting task of putting on a show together. Oh, you do a terrific job. Thanks, Todd. Um, he had a lot more questions here for Jason, but yeah, well, sorry, Todd. Well, uh, thanks for watching though. Appreciate it. We'll, we'll have Jason continue. on the show again. Yeah, exactly. So thanks everybody for watching. We'll catch you next time. Bye. for consuming the thunder nerds we honestly and sincerely appreciate you watching and or listening to the show please subscribe on youtube and itunes write us review keep a few stars our way and above all else please
remember to send your favorite book suggestions to Brian Hinton. I, I like romance novels. They have happy endings. Oh man, I am rude. I am, I am rude. <laughs> oh, I guess no one's watching. That's shocking. <laughs> exactly. I love Frederick. I love Frederick. I love Frederick. I love Frederick. I should have known the Terrator didn't mean us any harm when the Sword of Omens didn't obey me. And anyway, it was just plain stupid to assume it might be bad. Just what the <laughs> fuck am I talking about?